Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Free to a Good Home podcast. My name is Michael Hing, and I am joining you after a month yep. off or so. Yeah, it's been a while. Uh, I'm joined, as always, by co-host of the program and uh, comedian, professional television personality, uh-huh. Benjamin Jenkins. Uh-huh. Hello, Hello, how are you this week? I am well this week. I got to say, I take a lot of pride in, in snacks, as our listeners will know, <laughs> and uh, this week I really let myself down and our guest down and to a lesser degree you down. Yeah. Because I just went to the ABC vending machines <laughs> and just got a party mix uh, that they sell in a vending which is actually kind of a weird thing to sell in a vending machine actually. Because mm. nobody's tucking into a party mix as like their work break and if they are, that's really sad. So do you think this is for these kind of occasions where... It's like, sort of oh, no. last minute, someone's meant to bring something, someone's, they haven't. Yeah, Don't yeah. worry, we'll stock it in the vending machine. Yeah, exactly. Right. So that's good for me. Intended purpose then. There you go. It's very sad, but it's very good. Uh, I'm good. How are you? How was your festival? It's you great. come back from Melbourne? Yeah, I had a great time down at the Melbourne International Comedy Festival. Thank you to everyone who came out and saw uh, the show. A lot of uh, podcast fans came and said hello, which was cool. A lot of... Uh, Did you say anything about me? Uh, yeah, people just, pe- people were really big on coin chat. Really? Which is a segment. Yeah, we got from, an, am- we got an amazing amount of feedback about coin chat. Loving coin. A lot of people also who didn't come to see my stand-up show, but did say hello to me at the Little Dum Dum Club yep. shows that I went to. So uh-huh. thanks for that. They were like, yeah, we're not interested in seeing the stand-up. We love the podcast. Thanks for supporting it. That's so. good. I reckon that's a healthy level of fandom. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You don't want people to be uh, too into what you do. No, absolutely not. My goodness, no. Should we introduce our guest? We should. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, you would know him uh, as a comedian from the online uh, video presence, Skills and Time, as well as the award-winning uh, comedy show and ABC show, Fancy Boy. Please welcome to the podcast... Henry Stone. Welcome, Henry Stone. Hey, guys. Hey, Ben. Hey, Hing. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. Sick. Thanks for coming. Yeah, totally. I, feel, I don't like introductions at all. And yeah. so I don't appreciate... I wish, wish you said my name. I don't want people to be able to look up what I do. Really? <laughs> no, I don't like, like it. a security thing. I left out stuff as well, though. What, what stuff did you leave out? I could out? have been like, ladies and gentlemen, the man behind JDOS. Known rat, <laughs> Henry Stone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, classic inhabitor of the Rat House in Sydney. Yeah, I'm a big I'm a big rat house proponent. Uh-huh. Cuz I live there. I saw you down in Melbourne. I didn't see a show, but I saw you. We watched a terrifying clown show together that was for kids. No, we didn't. Yeah, we did. What did what was is Oh, that, Matthew Mustache. Is that not permanently etched on your memory? Yeah, in a good it wasn't terrifying to me. Like that's I need that. We were just talking off mic about uh how being in comedy builds this sort of thick skin of tolerance to comedy. Sure. Mm. And I need weird, dark things now to fucking feel anything. <laughs> sure. And that was perfect for me. Yeah, I mean, it was... What was this show? In many ways, and in all ways, a, a children's show. Um, a friend of mine was there with his two kids. And it was like one of those open-air free kid shows that they put on, like right. the festival puts on. And this guy was like a... I want to say he was like a Gaulieri clown mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. and did a lot of clowning, uh, which was like basically fine. Um, and then. It's so patronizing. Well, he, he was basically fine. But he as was. A clown. Like it was. It was just, it was real kind of let's test the audience patience stuff. That's what it's. Although he right. did pick up a kid and run away with it for a while. Highlight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that was, and that's when I was coming. Me and me and Zoe were coming. Yeah, I was fucking yeah. coming right then too, oh, bro. Whoa, there. whoa, whoa! Save the blue for the classifieds, mate. Um, and this guy <laughs> ran past us with a kid over his shoulder, 
And I was going to do something. And then I was like, oh, no, wait, he's wearing a radio you mic. You weren't going to do something. Yeah, I was, I was going to be like, you gonna stop do? that man. He's got a child. Oh, wow. Hero. Yeah. Well, I was going to do something. Can I... Um, a, a performer who's been employed by an internationally renowned comedy festival picked up a boy yeah, see, and I ran a bit away. Yeah, Henry, I I'm going to do something. I didn't know he was from the fucking show. What was he me? has he has like a big afro and a weird moustache and there's crazy music playing and he's the only one on stage. I wasn't on on this was on the way to the stage. This you, is my introduction. I was, you, uh, no, you you're a good bloke, Ben. You're gonna do something. <laughs> Cheers. Um, I have a kind of an anecdote about that kind of stuff because those big uh, outdoor festivals that are happening down in Melbourne for the comedy festival, those big outdoor shows that are happening, they happen in Federation Square usually, right? The big stage there. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and that was also the uh, agreed-upon meeting point for the Reclaim Australia uh, vaguely nationalist, vaguely fascist. wouldn't say vaguely. Yeah, very nationalist, very like the, the kind of crazy yeah. right, right-wing rallies that were happening down in Melbourne while we were there. And uh, there is a very ominous tweet from uh, the Melbourne Comedy Festival, if you look it up, that just says... Uh, the big laugh out, which is what those kids shows are called, the big laugh out has been moved uh, away from Federation Square today. <laughs> oh man! Although it would be like pretty distressing if that did like intersect with your children's with your child's interests. Yeah, but also like, can you imagine being that performer? You're like, all right, this is the biggest. Oh, this is the biggest man. show. Well, we'll maybe do this. they were the comedy festival was just fearful that an audience would turn up and assume that they were witnessing like a funny, f- ironic flash mob or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you don't want to say that. All these people being like, right on, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. I get what you're doing. Swastikas. Yeah. (laughs) But this this clown's finale. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Was to put like, you know, like when when dogs are going to rip out their stitches, they put cones over their heads. So imagine imagine one of them, but like around the neck, it is watertight. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then he puts that on and then literally waves goodbye to the children over really sad music gets a gallon drum of water, and drowns himself. Oh. Oh. <laughs> he fills the cone up with water so is the that... Clone, is the cone clear? Yeah, 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 it's clear. you can see him... You can see... So his, it's very funny because his face sort of enlarges due to the magnification properties of water. Yeah. <laughs> so you see here this big comical face just slowly drown in a bucket. Yeah. Were kids loving it? Well, it was... It really split the audience, I think. Yeah. Some kids fucking loved it. Some kids were like... Uh, Hmm. Where were you then, Ben? When were you going to do something then to save a man nah. to prevent that he suicide? Made, he made his call. <laughs> um, while we were watching it, I thought I was amused to think that he might because he the the way he filled the bucket was with like a big almost jerry can looking <laughs> jug, and I was playing with the idea that he maybe he was about to commit self immolation with this. Yeah. I mean, and what we'd seen up to that point, that was not out of the realms of possibility. But it really was the opposite of self-immolation, wasn't it? Yeah, mm. yeah. Mm. I mean, well, the opposite of self-immolation is like living by water. I feel like dying by fire, right. living... Yeah, He's still dying. not a direct yeah. antithesis. No, no. Um, Henry, whenever we have somebody new on the podcast, we always ask them if they've ever bought or sold anything online. Um, is that something you've done? Sure. End of answer. Mm. That's uh, it. Yeah. I don't want to go into it. What kind of stuff have you been uh, delving into I, on the, the eBay or the Gumtree or the Craigslist? There's plenty of shit. I bought, you know what I was buying for a bit? I was buying like fire magic. Um, go on. Which is <laughs> these like chemicals that you can have sent to you from the US, which I don't think are really legal here, mm-hmm. where you, uh, you place the powders in a vial. You get two powders in a vial. One's a black powder and one's a white powder. And if you put a little bit of each on two fingers, each separate fingers, and then click those fingers together, you make a small explosion. 
Uh-huh. Like a cool magician. <laughs> so I bought that, and we were using that at my house um, just to scare each other and to have fun. <laughs> but then uh, I burnt my thumb really badly with it. My, one time I clicked, and I looked, and my thumb was just on fire. Uh-huh. And Whoa. so I burnt that. I kind of got infected, and I couldn't use it for a while. And in that time, Sam Campbell started using it, comedian who I live with, Sam Campbell. Former guest on the show, Sam Campbell. Yeah, there you go. And he, uh, he just incorporated that into his... Comedy at that point, <laughs> which is really annoying because I paid for it and it was my idea. <laughs> and then he just implemented it way better than me, which is like one of the most. When you have a seed, but you can't execute that. That's even worse than yeah. you not doing the like. Yeah, yeah someone else yeah, doing yeah, the idea yeah. really well. Mm. Um, so that's what I bought. I, I have a good one that I haven't sold, but given I've given away two hundred hot dog buns. <laughs> 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 when I was a younger man, I um I threw. A hot dog party. Uh huh. We're at a house, like, yeah, everyone, we're going to have a big hot dog party. I'm going to cater, I'm going to invite 20 people over and I'm going to cater to have uh, 10 hot dogs each. So I'm going to get <laughs> what? 200 buns and 200 dogs and then we're just going to mix and match toppings and have a cool hot dog party. I mean, like, and 10... then, and then, well, I thought 10 was, I just, I over overshot yeah, I what mean, I assumed people could 10 is, eat. In a, is a grotesque amount of hot dogs. I know, but I don't, I feel like I just, my heart was in the right place. I thought that everyone would just love having a variety of hot dogs. We'd be pretty full. Maybe we'd be close to sick. Did you plan on having this over like a period of like 12 hours or like... No, was it was just this... like an afternoon. Right. Huh? <laughs> like sat to Yavo, then hit the clubs. Um, <laughs> full of hot dogs. <laughs> but no, yeah, no one could have more than... Again, Sam Campbell held the record that day and I think he had five. And that's because he is poor and he eats like a snake. Like he's eating as though he's just about to go into hibernation. <laughs> I feel um, like we've heard the other side of this story Really? From either Becky, Lucas, or Greg Larson Or someone else who's been on this podcast yeah. Greg was there Has um, told this story from their perspective Which was that Henry ordered too many buns And they had to give him away on Gumtree Yeah, I gave him away on Gumtree So what did you do? So, so there was about uh, There was 180 left, I feel like Or maybe 150, something like that And um, I just wrote on Gumtree Like 150 hot dog buns <laughs> Baked fresh this morning Collect them uh, sometime between now and the end of Sunday afternoon, and this is on a Saturday. Uh, collect them before the end of Sunday, and they should be sweet. Um, otherwise, I'll throw them out, and that seems like a waste. And then, within minutes, a woman contacted me, and I was like, "Oh, I'll get, I'll get them." And I was like, "Great, just here's my address. Come get them." And I kind of forgot that that was happening, and I decided to get a haircut. I had very long hair. This is the day I went from having long hair to short hair. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Because I. I have the commemorative coin of that day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> coin chat. Let's coin forget. Chat. Um, and so I got my friend who has a shaved head who just clips his own hair to shave my head in our backyard. And we both took our shirts off so that the hair wouldn't get on our clothes. Sure. And so she, these, and as it turned out, these, these, this woman who was collecting the hot dog buns was like a really small Filipino woman. And she brought her other small Filipino friend and they just walked into our backyard to see like two tall white boys with no shirts on shaving each other's yeah, heads, like in some hair. fucking American History X shit or something. And I'm like, oh, hello, no, this is um, we just we just weird. There's the buns are over there. Go get them. Mind the hair. Yeah. Was she also throwing a hubristic hot dog party where she? <laughs> Did you ask her why she wanted these hot dogs? Yeah. I didn't have questions. I didn't want to know. Yeah. I, I should maybe I should have asked, but I was like, just take them. Let's just get these out just of my life. Yeah, yeah. 
Hing, do you want to launch into the classifieds? Let's do it. This is a podcast where we go through the week's classifieds and find the best and worst things to talk about. And uh, listeners to this program would know this should go up on the 27th, Monday the 27th of April. So this is, we're recording this on the 26th, the day after... Don't give away our secrets. The day after Anzac Day, where we commemorate our uh, war dead in Australia. It's like a national holiday. And uh, what better way to commemorate a national (laughs) war dead than with a Craigslist ad? Uh Uh-huh. So there's a bit of context for this. There were, this is the 100th year anniversary of a big Australian battle that happened yep. at Gallipoli. Uh, if you're an international listener who don't know that, it's a Oh my big God, deal. stop explaining things to them. <laughs> and uh, there was a, kind of around the country, there have been these centennial sleepouts, mm-hmm. they call, where you go out to the, the park and you sleep out under the stars the way the soldiers 100 years ago would have or should have. That That's is a the, very small part of what they did, but yes. yes that, I mean, yeah. but, but what do you mean should have? Like, yeah, all soldiers should sleep in no, the No, I, I, I just meant they would have. I, I don't know that they all did. I'm just saying that, as you would imagine, they would have in this myth. Sure. Um, Except the ones who brought, like, glamping tents. Is that what you're saying? Well, I don't... Look, I don't know, okay, right? It's I'm just a confusing way of putting it. Okay. Would okay. have or should have. Yeah. Well... If you didn't, you're not a real digger. Yeah. Well, yeah, and this is the thing, right? And there's obviously controversy around that because it's like... Anyway, not important. Not important. But... You do over-explain things. <laughs> <laughs> this is entitled Anzac Campout Centennial Park Man for Woman 35. So, mm-hmm. imagine you've gone there to celebrate the 100-year anniversary of Gallipoli. Yep. And you thought, well, while I'm there, I'll just post this on Craigslist. G'day, ladies. <laughs> Looking to meet up with horny younger women at the campout for some company on the night. And maybe some no-strings-attached friends with benefits. Maybe chat on kick-up until the next event, then meet up at the bar on the night and take it from there. It will be nice and cosy doing it in my swag. <sighs> I am unhappily married. (laughs) (laughs) Athletic, stocky build, brown hazel eyes. Get back to me when you know more. Thanks, Ido is his name. A-I-D-O. Oh, we should bleep that probably. What? His name. He's put it up on Craigslist. It's fine. Okay. It's not his full name. Oh, man. Can you imagine that? In the minute silence, just someone... Is that someone getting a handjob in the minutes? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that actually did happen. Well, no, it wasn't a handjob, but it was something as obnoxious. There's a big nightclub in Sydney called The Ivy. And during the minute silence at the dawn service, they started blaring music. What, just... I could, but, but not like... No, but in all fairness, it was the Pendulum remix of The Last Post. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's fucking sick. <laughs> yeah. It's fucking appropriate, mate. Um, do you think this guy, because he's, he's cheating on his wife, he's like, this is, this is actually kind of a way to do it? Because it's like... I'm going out to the dawn service as if I'm going to go out to dawn service and get a handjob. That's one place that you can be sure oh. that I would not be doing this. She's like, hey, don't cheat on me while you're out. And he's like, what kind of man do you think yeah. I'm going to the dawn service? Exactly. Excuse me. I'm going to a centennial sleepover to commemorate our war dead. I will not. I will not be receiving any handjobs while I'm out there. I think he's doing it to sort of keep the act neutral. Like he's like, oh, I'm cheating. This is fucked. But... At least I'm commemorating the dead soldiers. Yeah, that's yeah. a good thing. Yeah, he's like I the d- world is like everything is in its place. I I'm, feel yeah. He's like, honey, I feel like you haven't really like you're really quite angry at the infidelity, but but you seem to be overlooking a lot of the patriotism <laughs> about this act. <laughs> I mean, maybe there's a sense in which this promiscuous anonymous sex that's happening here is in the spirit of the Anzacs because I watched a documentary about the Anzacs that uh-huh. said that it was something like a record number of people contracted VD while over there in the trenches in World War One. You know, because of no sort of safe sex precautions in, really? in, in World War One. Yeah. Mm. So maybe maybe he's like... I mean, there's a lot of things the Anzacs did that we don't do 
in commemoration of them, though. Certainly, <laughs> certainly. I'm, just, I'm not saying it's a good idea. I'm just yeah. saying maybe in his twisted mind. Sure. Although, sure why is. not? Why not just fuck our way into uh, just like fuck our way into VD? Yeah, like two up. We gamble. They pl- they gambled, and two ups just gambling. Like that's a fucking vice. Why not just bang around as well? Yeah, I mean, look. Hey, Henry's constructing a more coherent argument than I expected. That's true. I saw a guy in a bar last night trying to pick up with his dad with his granddad's medals. Oh yeah, it was pretty gross. Oh. It was pretty gross. How, how, what was his approach? Did, like... Well, I don't know. I mean, I was just at the bar and he was like explaining them to a girl. Oh yeah, as if like he had it done was, that. Yeah. And he was, yeah, it was, it, and it was like, I could understand if it was like after the march and like, you know, you're still wearing what you're wearing and whatever, but mm. this was like 10 o'clock at night. Yeah, sure. Ugh. All right, let's move on. Henry, do you have one there you want to share? Yeah, this is one that I picked out, caught my eye, and I was like, I'm going to bring it to the boys. Uh, it's an eBay listing, simply titled, Mummified Cat <laughs> Slam Dunking a Mummified Bird. <laughs> I'm on board. I'm on board. Uh, Starting bid, US, $550. Oof, ambitious. Buy it now price, $750. Ooh. Yeah, so, and there's an accompanying picture, and it is almost exactly how the title describes it. It's yeah, I'm just looking at it here. It a is... mummified cat on its side. I'm not sure yeah. if this is wall-mounted or not, but if you imagine a cat yeah. that was mum, but it's not like... It's, it's not wrapped in very bandage. badly mummified. It's ba- it's like what you would see underneath a mummy if you took away That's all what the I'm bandages. Thinking. It's a, it reminds me of like what what you see in like the the British Museum. Like it's it's yeah. an ancient mummified cat. Although I guess what we're thinking of is taxidermy. I'm thinking mummification to me. I know the process of mummification makes humans and anything that's mummified like this, but I can't step away from bandages. Like I just yeah. when you say mummy or mummified to me I think bandages. Yeah, so I and don't there's know. No a lot bandages, about the... There's just this sort of fleshy. It's like a cat jerky. Yeah, that's what. And I've, I'm looking at the color image here, and it really is. It's just horrid. Yeah, that's. Oh my goodness! It looks meaty. And I will say that I think though that you were asking if it's wall mounted. I think that the backboard is wall mounted, and the cat is cleverly attached yeah. to the. So, so the backboard hoop. is a basketball hoop. Yeah. The cat is to the side in a pose that uh, makes it look as though it has just slam dunked. Yeah, I mean it's. And an, then in the net, there's a mummified, a, a similarly mummified bird. There's no bandages. Do you think this was a? It's uh, not that. I, if this, there was bandages, I'd be so into this. It'd be really kitschy and kind of but cartoony. It, but now it's just old meat you know, stuck on old meat, stuck on a basketball hoop. <laughs> <laughs> you know, in like the '90s, how there was a big kind of like type of film that was this thing shouldn't play basketball but it plays basketball yeah your airbuds yeah your airbuds do you think this was your space jams yeah exactly do you think this was space jam a type of a um, basketball bird (laughs) bbb Um, yeah you know uh that one where um, this was a throwback to that kind of era uh bb king bb ball yeah (laughs) (laughs) um but do you think do do you think that this was like a failed prop from a movie that never existed yeah, like I mean, you, you or, or it could be some concept art from a movie that exactly, never existed. Exactly, it's, it's like this thing where it's like, you know, the coach, the, look, hey guys, I want you to all meet your new teammate. He's new in school and I want you all to treat him with respect because he's one of us. I ain't playing with no dead cat. <laughs> I play with the Oh, you know what it'd be cat. called? It'd be fucking called Dead Cat Bounce. That's what it'd be fucking called. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> Thanks very much, everybody. You've been listening to Freedom of a Good Home. That's the best it'll ever be. <laughs> That's a great theory, but then is this dead cat also rocking up and being like, yeah, 
I'm going to play on your team. And also, we're changing the rules. <laughs> we're not using a fucking basketball. We're using a mummified bird. <laughs> and the refs, they're being like, there's nothing in the rules that say they have to play with yeah. a ball. Show me where it says that. It's so strange that it doesn't. First sentence in the book. <laughs> <laughs> not only does it say that it's very specific about what yeah. kind of ball. Not only does it say you have to use a basketball, it also says you cannot use a mummified bird. <laughs> yeah. It's weird they went into that, but they did. Yeah. Movie over. Credits roll. <laughs> um... I mean, it's hard to tell what the, what the bird is either because it's... It just looks skewered. like a chicken. Yeah. I feel like it looks like an upside down chicken. Like it looks like what um, when in a cartoon someone who's stranded on a desert island starts imagining their friends as. You know when you... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like a rotisserie chicken. Yeah, like yeah. a rotisserie chicken. <laughs> That's an evocative reference. Um, yeah. I, I think. I just want to know what the... I like too that the cat's... The pose of the cat's mouth is such that it's... It's already sort of... Um, Celebrating. It's, cel- it's already in celebratory mode. Like, yeah! <laughs> Nailing this! Wide open. Um, immediately after landing on the ground, it starts doing like backflips and sort of finger guns and walk. stuff. Yeah. Do you think the person who made this, like, why do you think they're selling it? Do you think this was just a business they set up and it's totally like, oh, this is what I'm going to do. This is how I'm just going to make some, some extra cash making, making mummified cats and mummified birds and posing them in sporting areas. Yeah, it's sporting memorabilia gone... Wrong, isn't yeah. it? Do, do or do you think they made it and then were like, oh, this thing is legitimately cursed twice. I can't have this in my house anymore. I think it's maybe they run like a like a taxidermy mummification shop and then like they had this one dude who they're like, we'll, we'll give you like an internship or something. Yeah, that's what I was just thinking. Yeah. yeah. And he's come in and he's like, all right, I'm going to. This isn't your granddaddy's mummification. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm like, going to take what you know about mummification and flip it on its head. Yeah, exactly. I'm the new guy in town. Yeah, yeah. I'm bringing mummification to the 21st century do you think Space like Jam. <laughs> do you think he's really like, like that's what all the apprentices do? So like the old mummification guys, like, okay, Sonny, like, yeah, ooh, yeah. we're very, that's very I, edgy. I'll put it with the yeah. other ones. Like, oh, look, it's a dog doing a touchdown that the, other, <laughs> yeah. the last kid made or like. Yeah, let's. They let them. They're like, sort of like, yeah, have your fun, get it out get of the system. system. Yeah, he's like, but eventually you've got to come back yeah. to these basics, all right? <laughs> We're about fundamentals here at the taxidermy shop. Learn the rules and then you can break them. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is like a fucking lot of money to be asking for something that, like, as you said, Henry, like, I think unless you were legitimately mad, the only reason you'd kind of want this is for the kitsch value. But 750 yeah. bucks, that's, that's probably too much. Yeah, frankly, yes, it is. I, I don't know. I mean, unless it's like a legitimate art piece. Maybe that's like, you know. Yeah, thing. I don't know that I can't comment on the price because I don't know enough about the world of taxidermy, especially the world of novelty taxidermy. <laughs> I feel like there's like, I, for some reason, I'm, I'm fine. Like, I think a John Waters type old kook, old kooky yeah. man might buy this, you know. And a David Sedaris would yeah, enjoy this, I think. Yeah. Someone who's into the... The vulgar. Whoa, and the do you sort think of... David Sedaris would enjoy this? Because he always talks in his books about how much he likes taxidermy animals, okay. and, and the weirder the better. Yeah. So I don't. I, f- I feel like, t- in my mind, there could be potentially be that much value in this. Have mm. I told in you guys? World? Have I spoken on this podcast before about Day Roll, the the taxidermy shop in Paris? Nay. Actually, I don't know why I said nay. I never listened to this podcast. I've only been on it. This is my first. I've listened to it before. I don't mean to say I never listened to As it. As a rule, <laughs> I refuse to. No. In, within the 15 minutes that I've been here, you haven't talked about okay. it. Okay. That, that is the, I think that is the, 
the taxidermy shop that David Sedaris talks about. But oh, but, is it? But but continue. Well, yeah, I was. Uh, it's amazing. So if he's talked about it, then you know he's going to bloody nail it. Oh, but... just do it in his voice now. Oh no. <laughs> um, <laughs> but there's a big like um, it's banquet of the animals where like all the animals are posed around a big dining room table. Mm. Um, and like the light... are they eating other animals? They're eating it... sticks from memory. Oh my god! Imagine if they were eating humans. Oh! What would that say? Oh! Think about it. All right. While we're thinking about it, let's move on. Ben, do you have another one you want to share? Oh, this is a pretty good one. I'm pretty... You know, often we just get... Often we get, like, um, things you're like, why would you ever want that? Not so here. WWE Intercontinental Title Belt Commemorative WWF 250 bucks Great condition No fault Adult, on, adult owner only Used for display. So that's an... Is that an official... It appears to be an official WWE title belt. Now, it's commemorative. No, so no, it's not it, the real one. They wouldn't the... have used it as a prop in the show. It's mm. like they've, it's a uh, replica that would be an exact replica, but it was never worn by any wrestlers. Right, sure. So you don't think this is like Goldberg's title belt? No, or... I don't think Goldberg yeah, see, ever I don't held think the it is Intercontinental. Or but the Undertaker's title belt. I don't think, I think again, the... both wrestlers have, those two wrestlers have never had the Intercontinental title, as oh, far as I'm aware. I'm pr- but like, Are you interested? I was, yeah, right. and I'm pretty sure that's a defunct title. Like, I think that went away maybe in 2004, 2005 or something. Um, so when you say, yeah, you're really into wrestling, <laughs> if you know that, because... No, I was, I was, I was, until, I was until about 2006, so I know right. did you some stop, stuff that happened up did until you, then. Did you stop, like, following wrestling because they, they discontinued this title, and you were like, well, if they're not doing that... It was my that, favourite title, that and the hardcore title, and they discontinued them both, I think. And then now they're married together under the one title, which is like... Supreme wrestler or some shit. No, I think you're not too far off the truth on that. <laughs> is, is the Intercontinental <laughs> a sponsorship thing, or are they saying it's a cross-continent? Well, you know, you it's, it's just it's bullshit. They just, it's not like, a you think it's sponsored by the fancy hotel, the Intercontinental? I don't know. I don't, I don't know, know much about wrestling. Because that makes more sense than it being Intercontinental, because I don't know, except for the Iron Sheik, I don't know any other wrestler that's it not was, American. Yeah, yeah, No, you can't. It was... It's not a... Oh, it's so lame to explain this, but I think it was just a made-up title that they gave to a foreign wrestler... To start with, right? Um, like I think someone who has held it was William Regal, who was supposedly British. I'm not sure if his character, his wrestling character, was British, and I'm not sure if he himself is. I think he might be. Did he have they like kind of... trademark British moves, like uh, smash a cup of tea over your head or something? Yeah, and fucking. Am I insulting a thing you really like? No, I'm just <laughs> no, no, no. I just I feel like I can answer this, but I don't think it's going to be that funny. No, no, no. Okay. But um, it, it'll be great. It's kind of, I feel I think it's just a business move by the, the WWE made in like the late '90s or early 2000s. They were like, more champions is a good thing because then people will get behind. The more uh, people we have wearing belts, the more sort of um, commemorative belts we can sell. Yeah, exactly. But like furor for and like passion, there'll be right in this thing. Like if there's only one champion wearing one championship belt, then people aren't going to go as nuts for every single match. Right. It's like but if we make up some awards, uh-huh. then other people will get involved in it. So let's make up mm. the Intercontinental Award, give it to this overseas guy, and then there's some sort of additional rivalry that we can play on. Uh, exactly. It's like how in the UK you've got the English Premier League in soccer, and then you've also got you know the Capital One Cup mm-hmm. and also the FA Cup. You know, yeah, sure. Lots of different titles. Okay. Lots of different silverware, or belts so, as it were. So I guess my question about this belt is, it's not the original. It's never been worn, because it wouldn't cost 250 bucks. Like, that'd be a lot more. Yeah, yeah. And But it has been displayed. So what kind of a person is shelling out almost $300 for a commemorative thing to display? That they haven't won. That they haven't won, exactly. Planet it, it, Hollywood? 
I don't believe it's Planet Hollywood, no, no, no. just the sports memorabilia market, man. That shit's huge. People just love, like, people love their sport. And wrestling is, I'm really coming to the defense of no, guys who love sport. I, but, like, there's, you've seen those shops. Like, we have it here more so for rugby and cricket than we would for wrestling. But, like, wrestling's, I feel like, huger in the US than rugby or cricket would be here. It's, it's not yeah. only is it sport, but it's like fucking drama. And, but isn't, and that the kind of, isn't that the kind of thing that everyone watching wrestling now is like a smart fan? They all know it's kind of fake and they all kind of know that it's not a real sport. I think it's they like drama. to tell you that. They're like, yeah, I know it's fake. And then in their heart of hearts, they're like, no, it can't be. It's real. <laughs> Um, but that's a, it's like akin to a Star Wars collector. I feel like like oh. people who it's oh, you don't actually shit. own the actual Death Star. You're like it's a nerd, Lego. It's Death Star. Uh, yeah, it's nerd shit. It's <laughs> just crazy nerd shit. How much is this costing, Ben? Two hundred fifty bucks, and he does say adult owner only. Yeah, because kids have fucking sticky fingers and lollipops around <laughs> and things like that. Oh, you reckon it's you yeah, reckon yeah, it's yeah. like I haven't. If a kid has hit a to- anyone with it's this. like they yeah a kid the quality of a product is going to just be way lower if a kid's had it because they would have fucking oh, played with it i thought he was saying i will only sell this to an adult oh right um i think it's like no, saying, saying this comes from a non-smoking household yeah right, right. like you can trust in the knowledge that this has come from a safe former owner this former owner yeah. has Does looked it after say it why this person is selling it that's the other thing it doesn't say it just says pick up from from um from reservoir in victoria hello reservoir <laughs> so it's not like the guy pick up only you're really, you're really like cutting your potential market off, aren't you? When you're going wrestling belt, two hundred fifty dollars, pick up from regional Victoria. <laughs> yeah, <only>. yeah. <laughs> uh, Hing, do you have one? I do. Let's uh, try this one on for size. This one is taken from Craigslist as well, and it's entitled "Pool Jet Orgasm mm. Today or Tomorrow, Man for Woman, Twenty Four, Central Coast." Hi. I'm seeing if anyone will let me use their pool jet on my cock. (laughs) I know it's a strange request Uh and probably a long shot, but one of my fondest memories from being a teen was putting my cock (laughs) over a pool jet and letting the hose spray right through and around my penis. It was an amazing orgasm. So, if anyone will let me use their pool to relive this, I'll be most appreciated... (laughs) I'll be most appreciative... You can watch, and even <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I could even lick you out over the edge of the pool as a as the jets get me off, or rub you up. I'm 24, and if anyone will let me relive this fantasy, please let me know. <laughs> this is legit. <laughs> uh, and then my email is having issues, so please text me. And then he leaves his number. And the photo is of his penis in a flashlight. Well, that's. Oh, yeah. well, it shows that he can put it in things. <laughs> I'm not kidding around. <laughs> um, I don't feel there's enough um, quid pro quo in this. Because, like, this is basically going to come in your pool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> can I do something to the pool, your pool that will require it to be cleaned afterwards? Yeah. Man, I don't know if you guys have ever Would you like your pool? pool to never be the same again? Sorry, go on. Can I take your pool's virginity? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you guys have ever restored a pool. Restored a pool? As in, I lived in a house that had a shitty pool for like three months, right? And then after about three months, we decided to have a party, so we we're going to fix up the pool. Mm. And it took us weeks of like Just measuring... all the jizz out of those <laughs> vents. <laughs> <laughs> measuring all the acidity and the alkalinity, getting all the salt right, you know. Yeah. Like it took us weeks of like constantly taking water to the pool shop and getting it tested and stuff. I cannot imagine if they were like, 
if I was there and they're like, oh, you looks like you've got some algae. Looks like you've got the wrong pit. And is that is that coming? You <laughs> yeah. These these cum readings are off the charts. <laughs> what? How? Whatever could have made it so salty? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but I mean, I mean, maybe it's a bit gross, but like. Don't people fuck in pools all the time? Is that a thing people do? People fuck in pools sometimes. <laughs> I feel like it, like any pool has probably been fucked in. Any pool? <laughs> yeah. Sydney Olympic pool. I reckon, Sydney Olympic pool yeah. definitely been staff fucked members. in. Staff members. Are you saying oh, the cleaners yeah. or the, like the cafeteria yeah. staff or like you know Ian the Olympians, whoever? Like just yeah, Olympians. <laughs> if or... we and if we define fucking as one pump's worth of penetration. Then I reckon, yeah, any pool. Like if, if someone, people have just done it just to do it. Sure. Like they've just. Have you ever fucked in like, a pool, Henry Stone? Nah. Nah. <laughs> nah. Next to? Sure. But that's, that's not in. Um, Is it a bucket list thing? <laughs> and then you get a fuck in a bucket. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, I'm going to drown myself in that bucket <laughs> on stage in front of children. Do you think um, like this guy has been evicted from many, many gyms? <laughs> He's on a, he's, yeah, his, his face is up at the end of Aquatic Center. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You cannot come in here anymore. So. Literally, you cannot come in here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I like how uh, he, he says I'm 24, but then the way he describes eating puss and like, what does he say? Feeling. He goes, I will rub, lick you, rub out, you out or rub eat, you up. Yeah, I could lick, lick you, you out or lick rub you out or, ru- or rub you up. I've never heard rub you up. I'll rub you up. He's rubbing me up the wrong way. Yeah, yeah, yeah because you're jizzing in my pool, mate. <laughs> you never hear someone say, he's rubbing me off the run, wrong way. Like, it's always no, rubbing me up the wrong yeah. Very important preposition. He doesn't, <laughs> this right. dude doesn't sound 24. Like, How I old feel do you think like he this is? is this is a kid who started fucking, he's a teenager, he started fucking his parents' pool. <laughs> they caught him. And now he wants to continue now his, all his career. Pool privileges have been yeah. revoked. <laughs> There's a permanent um, pool cover put over it. <laughs> like it's people, people come around to the house. Oh, Marjorie, what's the pool? We don't want to talk about yeah. it. <laughs> I mean, I don't. Jeremy, would you like to explain? <laughs> no. <laughs> Filled it with my cheese. <laughs> I don't know what kind of. Did you guys have pools growing up? No, I had a pool. Yeah, we never used it. We had a we had yeah. a pool in our house that was uh, like solar heated or whatever. But now, does that just mean, because I had a friend who said that he had a solar heated pool and he invited me over swimming. He's like, yeah, solar heated. And then I was like, this is a really fucking cold pool. He's like, yeah, it's heated by the sun. It's solar heated. I was like, oh, everything's fucking solar heated, mate. Like, yeah. No, I think it pumps water through your roof, doesn't you it? You can guarantee that a solar heated pool is going to not be fucking warm. Yeah. That's, yeah. People yeah. try, people, yeah, coax you into coming into their pools. Again, literally, they, co- they get you... <laughs> It, yeah, you're totally on the money, Ben. Fucking solar heating of pools is bullshit. Bullshit. If you tell me that your pool is solar heated, it means you have a cold as fuck pool, <laughs> yeah. and you're really desperate an for anyone roof. to swim in it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I was that kid, and hey guys, you want to come? Uh, but what it meant was that there was no point pumping water through the roof during the night. Sure. You know what I mean? So if the jets were on, mm-hmm. it had to be like t- at certain points during the day. Which meant if I want if I want to if I was a kid and wanted to fuck a pool jet and have want to have water coming out, it has to be like seriously between eleven and one. Like those are the times I could fuck a pool, like in broad daylight. There's no like surreptitious like spy, you know, kind of like I'm wearing like a frog suit and I'm like <laughs> fucking a pool like James Bond or whatever, you know. I'm just <laughs> broad daylight. <laughs> I just oh, wonder, like as with a lot of these ads, I just wonder who's there being like, oh. Janine, you know how he wanted someone to fuck up, Paul? 
<laughs> I like, yeah, the idea that there's someone who has a pool and really wants to be licked out. <laughs> yeah. She's and like, this will work out great. Yeah. Well, whatever rubbing up is, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm with that. One of my fondest memories as a teen was being licked out and rubbed up by a boy fucking a pool. <laughs> I'm 80. <laughs> well, if they exist, more power to them. Uh, oh. Hey, Henry, let's move on. Do you have one there you want to do? Um, yeah, I'd love to read out this one. It's, it says, Y2K, excess items. Y2K, long-term storage, grain, wheat, barley, etc. That is the subheading. This is the, the description. A friend is getting rid of his stored grain supply in food-grade buckets sealed with desiccant to absorb moisture. He has spelt, barley, oats, non-GMO corn, and several varieties of wheat. Some of the buckets inadvertently went home with someone who couldn't use them and dropped them into the construction dumpster at I-35 and 380, where the new racetrack station is being built. They were put there this morning, so they may be underneath some construction debris. These are sealed 50-pound nominal weight, Buckets with snap-on or screw-on lids. We are down in the Allen area and are unable to go up and retrieve the buckets. So they are free for the rescuing to whoever gets there first. Uh-huh. What up with that? Yeah, GMO is genetically modified. Non right? Yeah. Yeah. So this person has... So they've given, given away y2k supplies in the form of grains yeah huh to some friends who didn't necessarily want them and then when the friends realize that they've got all this bulky wheat and grain and shit just left them under a tarp next to a highway and then contacted the original owners and were like hey it actually turns out we don't want your shit we're not going to give it back we just left it and they're like oh thanks for letting us know we'll just tell the internet that there's some corn next to a road you know, near where the racetrack's being yeah. built. Can you imagine that? Like, re- that is such a weird re-gifting, too. It's like, oh, like yeah. 15 years after the fact. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's like happy wedding. Um, okay. it's, it's, not on the re- it's not on the registry. Yeah. What? Is that a truck just backing up? In the so, yeah. Look, you know what? I was... Hey, where do you want me to leave all this 15-year-old grain? Hey? Do you want to just dump it here on the... Let me tell you something, this has not kept. <laughs> yeah. Do you need some rice for the confetti? Really? Hey? We're giving away a bunch of weevil farms. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know a lot about grain, but I'm pretty sure it doesn't keep that long, does it? Well, it says, what does it say? We've put like... Deca- in, it's, with, it's in food grade buckets, so you can eat the buckets. <laughs> <laughs> They're quite nutritious. Mm. Uh, food grade buckets sealed with desiccant to absorb moisture. So it's yeah. n- it's all dry. I don't know if moisture is like the only thing that's going to eat the... F- yeah. You know what I mean? Like, well, I mean, that, that's probably the least of your problems. Like, I just think that... So, and just to take it back, the, it's all in the first sentence too. A friend is getting rid of his stored grain supply. The person posting this has nothing to do with this stored <laughs> grain supply. They're just posting on behalf of someone who doesn't have the internet. Yeah. This <laughs> Which feels- is definitely someone with a stored grain supply. This does feel like a curse that's just been passed on. That is so funny if, like, this is the end of that, you know that Brendan Fraser film, Blast from the Past? Yeah. It's like they come out from the bunker 15 years later. Yeah. And they're like, oh, it turns out we totally stored too much food when we went in there, <laughs> but um, just going to f- dump it here on the side of the highway. And then this guy doesn't know how to use the email or anything because he's been in hiding for 15 years. That's you know? That could be it. Yeah. Can you, oh, I, feel you like, I feel like it might also be one of those things. A friend is getting rid of his stored grain supply. Like, he's held on to this grain supply since the year 2000, and that morning... Of January the first, 
the year 2000, like when nothing happened, just his heart sunk. He had a stored grain <laughs> supply ready. His heart sunk. And then he's like, oh, no, it's okay. I'm glad. The world's a good place still. Nothing happened. I'm glad. But I will hold on to this just in case, you know, I'll hold on to it. It stayed with him for 15 years. It's fucking been in the back of his yeah. shed for 15 years, just bumming him out day in, day out. <laughs> oh, I was wrong. Oh, fuck. Oh. No, it's fine though. I'll hold on to it. It could, could come in handy. Hold on to it and until like, finally he's just had to go to a friend. Look, all this stored grain I have, it's fucking bumming me out. It's a monument I, to my own paranoia. I, I love it, but I know that it's no good to me. I need you to take it away. Do you reckon the second this is gone, his neighborhood gets hit by a hurricane? <laughs> 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 what do, you, do, do you think like the second he gives it to his friend, he's like, no, man, I made a mistake. I want it back. I want it back. It's yeah, like, yeah. no, John, you told me to be firm. You knew yeah. you'd ask for this back. I'm not allowed to open yeah. the jar. It's next to the racetrack station. You know you're not allowed there. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think it's out of reach for you, man? Speaking of paranoia, maybe this is uh, the ultimate version of I hit it so well I forgot about where it was. Do you know what I mean? Oh uh, yeah. So yeah. like 15 years ago, he's like, man, these fucking these. When once the apocalypse happens, they're all going to be coming from a grain. I'm going to fucking hide it. Yeah. I'm gonna bury it. I'm going to bury it in the sand. No one's ever going to know about it. And then like, Y2K happens. No, nothing. You know, he forgets about it. Y2K comes and he's like, oh, I wonder where I left that grain. Oh, if you have, yeah. If you yeah, have, I mean, it could be, yeah. If you have spelt barley, oats, non GMO corn, that none of that is immediately, that yeah. needs processing. Yeah. Like, yeah, does this dude also have like equipment to like grind it up and like, yeah, it's like, a, well, a bakehouse to make bread? And well, do you know what? Do you know what doesn't need the, you know, you know, it's not going to be affected by the Y2K bug? My windmill. Yeah. And my millstone. <laughs> yeah. My millstone is fine. Thank you very much. You're so right. Like, if you are stockpiling, canned food is your best bet. Yeah. Right? Like, absolutely. Not the composite ingredients. This guy was, yeah, this guy wasn't going to wait it out for. Just a few months, six months, a year. This guy was gonna fucking rebuild society. Yeah, <laughs> or at the very least, open an a post-apocalyptic bakery. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sourdough. Uh, would you guys like one? Yes, please. This is from Sydney, um, from Sydney Craigslist, and we actually got a bunch of emails from an unknown. It was really weird. It was like somebody had gone to Craigslist and emailed us a bunch of stuff, but they hadn't left any details. So mm. thank you if that was you, but you, uh, we can't thank you properly. And also, by the way, the, the cat dunking the bird was from uh, Joanna Trainer on Twitter. Thank oh, you, Joanna Trainer. Thank you, Joanna. Um, okay, so this is Sydney Craigslist CBD starting up a book club tonight. Text me if interested. I want to create the first ever book club on my street. Ever since I was a young boy named Nick... I had a love for gorgeous pottery, eventually causing me to fall in love with books in a sexual sense. Hit what? me up for book club. <laughs> what? What? Okay, Ben, can you go through all of the nouns, verbs, and adjectives <laughs> in that again? Because okay. I am I'm con so confused with okay. what. Reading this back. Starting up a book club okay. tonight. That is the first strange okay, thing. I, I have, that is the first problem. Not a lot of, that's, not a lot of, uh, that's not a lot of advanced warning. I'm going to fuck a book tonight. <laughs> Starting a book club tonight. Text me if you're interested. I want to create the first ever book club on my street. Ever okay. since I was a young boy named Nick, I have had a love for gorgeous pottery, eventually causing me to fall in love with books in a sexual sense. Hit me up for book club. This is so cryptic. Hit yeah, right? Like every club. single word in this means something else. So do you think, I mean, Henry, you're a rat drug fiend. <laughs> sure. 
and do you think that this is in some way a drug deal going down? Can you identify any words in there that are code like cool code pottery. words? Pottery. Pottery for pot. Take away Tori. We're speaking pot. Okay, <laughs> okay. Pot. We're cracking it. I've had a love for gorgeous marijuana. Mm-hmm. Okay. Ever since I was a young boy named Nick. Now, yeah. Nick. Nick Nolte. Does he do? No, I'm thinking of Busey. <laughs> Hollywood yeah. stars do drugs though. Cocaine, I mostly. Mean, it, this feels mm. like it could also. I, I mean, oh yeah. It's, oh sorry. This, I don't know if I told you this. It's called Banterous Book Club. Banterous. So Banter- they're going to be chatting. There's going to be jovial chat. That's not even enough time to read a book. You haven't even told me what book to read. <laughs> so I'm going to like text you and be like, hey man, I like the book club. And you're like, oh sick. You got to finish Don Quixote by tonight. <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck man. <laughs> also, it seems. So it I seems, really thought this was a drug thing. <laughs> he, he's trying to. It sounds like he's really trying to contribute to his community. The first book club on my street. Yeah. It's like, like he's gone. Our, to- our street hasn't had one yet, and I think it's really lacking. I'm going to be the guy. Come along tonight. I'll be there. Fucking a jar. <laughs> <laughs> fucking a pot. I'll, I'm going to fuck a book on pottery. Is that how does pottery lead to books? Yeah, in, a, fu- in a sexual sense, is that what he says? In a sexual sense? What in a sexual sense. Caused me to fall in love with books in a sexual sen- sense. What? Yeah. Oh. Also, how the fuck do you know there aren't any book clubs on your street, mate? He gone door to door? He's definitely looking in the windows of each of these houses at yeah. night. I think he's gone door to door fucking a jar. And he's like, <laughs> hey, is there a book club? And like, no, no, <laughs> no. And if there was, you wouldn't be allowed to. No, there's no book club. And then like the other people in the street have to like meet for their book club in secret. So jar fucker doesn't know. I yeah. can see how you could fuck a pot. Like a terracotta pot usually has any, most pots have a hole in the bottom for drainage. So you can fuck a pot. If you're a guy, you could fuck a pot. Sure. But then how that then leads to, like, fucking a book is just you, you couldn't close the, you'd have to close the book down on your dick. Man, it's risky But not all shit. the way. Yeah. Um, you really, it's more akin to, like, titty fucking, I feel like, than actual <laughs> penetrative vaginal sex. And, like, a pop-up book or something, maybe? Like, <laughs> maybe, Yeah. And then, like, a young boy named Nick, that seems like code for something. Yeah, that does... Mm. Maybe it's just spies, like, ASIO and kind of spies have just... Just post LOL's code now. Like, they post... All their code online is just... But this actually means, like, assassinate the Guatemalan president or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Like, meme culture has hit spy agencies. Yeah. LOL's internet culture has penetrated through, and now now this is what that means, yeah. It was only a matter of time. Yeah. Have you guys ever been in a book club? I have, well, I mean, have we talked about this on podcast before? How I was in a book club. No! I was in a book club for like two years. We just told everyone it was a book club. I remember that. I wanted And then what was it? We were just meeting up to play the collectible card game Magic the Gathering. Oh, cool. It's pretty cool, man. I like that just for the for the secret of it. Yeah, yeah. unnecessary because like the people you were telling it was a book club were never going to be like, "Oh, what a bunch of nerds!" Like, yeah, why wouldn't you just tell them if you're trying to hide for the fact that you're doing something really fucking nerdy? Why don't you just tell them that you're meeting for slam dunk club or whatever? Like, <laughs> yeah, trampoline party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're going to get drunk and drug like, club. Drug club. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah, we we take a bunch of drugs the week before and sit around discussing them. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm in a book club. I, actually, a lot of my book club listens to this show. So, hello, book club. What's, what book are you currently reading for your book club? Uh, I missed the last one. <laughs> it, it was yesterday, and I was like, did not even get that book. Goodbye. How long do you have to read a book? Uh, a book month. Oh, yeah. So, you do a monthly book club. Yeah. What's yeah. the biggest book that you guys the have? The biggest book? Yeah. I don't know. I've only been there for two months. And, and I you've missed one, one of them? Yeah. Yeah. I am starting strong. Man, very you are strong. not in a book club. You are at best on probation in a book club <laughs> and failing that miserably. You haven't patched in at all yet. <laughs> Please don't kick me out of the book club. 
Did they come to you? Were they like, hey, we all listen to your podcast, join our club? <laughs> they were like, oh, yeah, you seem like a literary folk. And, you, and, yeah, and you're like, to this week's book is this Craigslist ad I found, everybody. <laughs> just trying to slow, you're like, yeah, we should really like downsize this to magazine club. And then they're like, let's just get it down to maybe blog post club. How about we just do Craigslist All post right, club? drugs club. <laughs> Have you ever been in a book Me- club? I'm in a meme club. Meme club? You, you just meet up and just discuss the latest sick, dank memes? I just get on, I just get on the memes by myself. <laughs> meme club of one. Hey, uh, I've got one here I wanted to share with you guys. Sure. This is a Gumtree post from Parramatta Park in Cairns. So there must be a second Parramatta, I guess. Who knows? Uh, this is entitled, Ghost Identification... And removal. Mm. Bit of a strange service. But, yeah. any- <laughs> but anyone who has had the pleasure or misfortune of living with lost souls will understand. Strange feelings. Strange noises. Attacks from thin air. <laughs> Ill health. Feeling drained. All possible signs of different entities. The first step is to identify what you have exactly. Different entities have different distinct behavior patterns and energies. Most spirits are confused human souls that don't know how to move on, trying to get your attention for help. But there are also demonic spirits. These can be very, 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 three varies, dangerous to you and your family, waking Uh, up paralyzed, speechless, feeling negative, drained. Feeling negative. Fuck, that's not much. Like, that's (laughs) like waking up paralyzed. Fucking hell. Yeah. I've lost the ability to speak. Uh, Feeling a bit shit. (laughs) Oh, I'm being haunted. (laughs) Moods within the home being manipulated to produce depression, anger, and uncharacteristic behaviors. These are just some of the signs of a demonic presence. They can be very, very cunning and horrifying. I have experienced this firsthand regularly when I was young. Keep in mind that younger children are much more sensitive to the spirit. Uh-huh. They're all, I mean, it's just young babies cry a lot as well. That's sure. another thing, you know. Mm-hmm. If you're sensing a spirit in your house, then it's likely that your children sense them also and could be interacting with them or even being haunted by them. Animals also have a good sense of spirit. <laughs> I can tell you if you have a spirit. I can feel their presence. I can identify your spirit, human and or demonic. I can help some spirits move on, depending on what you have. I do not specialize in banishing demonic entities. I can help, though. <laughs> Specialists of different fields are sometimes required for certain types of entities, i.e. demonic. This is why identification is key. I also thoroughly investigate other factors that may be causing your problems first. Service is free. Fuel to get there is not. <laughs> Dude wants penny money. Uh, I would love to do it free of charge, but for now, I do have to charge for transport. No guarantees. Thanks. Gas, grass, or ass. Either way, this ride ain't free. I'm a Ghostbuster. <laughs> and that is the photo he's used. He's chosen oh, he the Ghostbusters logo. See, that's logo. amazing because he this this reads so clearly as someone who really wants to be taken seriously. And then they go and use and a, then they go and use the Ghostbusters logo. I know. It just oh my god. I think it's good that he identifies and can deal with them too because if he's yeah. just identifying them, that's fucking useless. I mean, it's a diagno- diagnosis and prognosis are two different things. You yeah, know? you know, you can't. Um, also, he's listed some hours of operation here. Are they, are they good? Monday to Friday, 9 to 5. And then weekends, he's just going to work 10 to 4. Just 10 to 4, you know? Got to have some out. me time. Yeah, right. Got to do that, man. So seven days a week, but limited hours on the weekend. Yes, basically. Does a ghost hunter get penalty rates? Uh, I mean, I don't know if he's part of the union. I don't know Does what he, kind of so award he, wage they have. It's not like a cafe where he doesn't do it on a Monday. Like he's open on Mondays as well. Yeah, this is seven days a week. I mean, I can't imagine this person is particularly busy. Um... But, you know, he, he has not listed any other you know services. What really the only one he's got. Irritates me about this. Like, 
okay, if you, if you want to be like, oh, I'm hearing things in the night or I've just got a strange presence or whatever and, some, and you want to chalk that up to ghosts, that is so fine, like whatever. But if you're like, are you feeling depressed... Yeah. It's like, maybe don't tell people that's ghosts. Like, it mm. might be a mood disorder. Yeah, it could be actual depression. Yeah. Maybe you've got a mental health thing. Maybe you should go get it checked out. Or just, nah, I'm a ghost hunter. I'll, I'll yeah. mail that for you, mate. It'll be fine. Yeah. He also just, all those things could also be the symptoms of just a fucking hangover. Yeah. Like, oh, I can't move. I feel low. I, I banish it. Yeah. These, oh, these, all these ghosts went inside me last night. I, <laughs> this, like 12 ghosts. This guy does... Feel like he means it though. Like yeah, some, sometimes pretty... there are quacks. Like because we, we we encounter a fair few ghost hunters, Henry, on mm-hmm. on on the old Craigslist. Yeah, yeah. I've I've the one of these or two of these I've heard that has been ghost talk. Yeah, and it's pretty cool. But um, a lot of the time I get the sense, oh, you're just preying on people who are a bit weird. And but but this guy mainly because he's only charging for petrol money. Yeah, and also because he's like, hey, I might come across a problem that I can't solve. Oh, he knows his limitations. Like, if you're just making it up, you can be like, I can banish any yeah. fucking ghost mm. because ghosts aren't real and so I can banish them. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> be- because they're never there, I can, yeah. I can deal with here's, anything. Here's the thing, right? If I can't banish this, to be honest, it could be depression. So maybe go get it <laughs> yeah, checked yeah. out. <laughs> I'm just saying, but if it's a ghost, I can definitely deal with it, all right? I love the idea of him going to a house and being like, nope, you need to call a guy. <laughs> like, you need to call a very special man. Oh, man. That, doesn't that happen in a lot of ghost films, though? Like, a, a, uh, a priest or someone will show up and then be like, no, this is too much for me. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. that's. And they've got to call the Pope or Yeah, yeah, they've got to call the Pope's got to turn up. The, most, the hardest ghost fighter there that's is. That's most of what the Pope does now. Yeah, it's I mean, ceremonial got... stuff and ghost busting. <laughs> yeah, and, and they, that's the thing when you call him now, he's like, no, I left that game a long time ago. Yeah, that's a, it's like, a joke in. Oh, sorry. Oh, well, what was, what's I just the remember there's a joke in Casper. The, the Casper film from the 90s where... With Bill Pullman, I believe. Bill Pullman's in it, but they also have a Ghostbusters gag where they get Dan Aykroyd to rock up. So they're like, oh, here we go, a bit of a wink to the audience. Dan Aykroyd's here. And then uh, he goes inside and the three uncle ghosts are like too ratty for him to deal with. And so he goes back outside. He's like, who are you going to call? Someone else. That's yeah. right. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah oh. I remember that. He, they scare all, those uncle ghosts scare away everybody yeah. who tries to Ooh. boot them. They're Even just Dan such Aykroyd. brutes. Do you know that Dan Aykroyd legitimately believes in ghosts? Yeah, and like Crystal Head, that, yeah. like that's his... That's his, that's his yeah. jam. Crystal Head Vodka. Like Crystal Head Vodka is based in his own belief that like there's yeah. Crystal Heads hidden across the whole world that aliens sent here or some shit. Yeah, and, seriously, Dan yeah, Aykroyd yeah. Is, um, is, is really into it. Oh, that is so great. And when he wrote Ghostbusters, he wrote it like not as like a documentary, obviously, but he wrote it being like, and this is how ghosts work. <laughs> it's his Dianetics. Yeah. <laughs> Do you guys wow. want one? Yes. This is an interesting one. Found on, on Gumtree today. Um, it's from Woodville in North uh, South Australia. Hello, Woodville. And it's just $85. Mm-hmm. And the heading is sealed product. And sealed is spelt wrong, but it doesn't matter. Double E. Um, double E and then an A. So S E E A. Yep. L E D. Yeah. Sealed. Um, and it's just sealed product. Same price, get the receipt as well. There is, so there is no description other than the picture. Okay. Which is <laughs> a bottle of Glenfiddich and two packets of Darius. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's a canister of scotch. And then, and can you tell what kind of cigarettes they are? They look like they're long beaches. Like they look like the ones that would be like, you know, 40, 50 pack, 60 pack or whatever. Yeah, those, yeah. those kinds. 
So the real cheap kind um, of like but then again, like bulk it, cigarettes. It, it doesn't say like I know we don't have we have plain packaging now, but you can very easily show the brand. It doesn't show the brand. Mm. And it's Glenfiddich. I don't know. Sorry. Does it? And it's Glenfiddich. Um, yeah, I don't know. Red. Yeah. Is the receipt shown? Nope. So you, you can is, get it. It, is he saying that it's he's selling it for, or he or she are selling it for the exact value that they purchased? That's it what for? it seems. Same price. Get the receipt as well. Okay, mm. so. Do you live next door to me and want to buy the exact <laughs> things that I bought yesterday by mistake? Yeah. yeah. Why, like, why go to a shop? Don't go to a shop. <laughs> this the future is now. <laughs> My shop. My shop. I like sell the thing. shit that I bought for the exact price. I don't want it. Do you think he just means he'll write you a receipt for buying oh, this? For tax purposes? Yeah, exactly. Like, my question is, how does he think... Let's imagine a world where it's very possible people like whiskey, people like uh, cigarettes, people are looking for those things, mm-hmm. but they won't, it's nowhere in the copy. The, yeah, what, it yeah. is completely unsearchable. So yeah, so you can't type in uh, like Glenfiddich scotch. Nope, it will not be there. It won't come up. But what even you- if you were looking for something, that, even if the only thing you wanted was for it to be sealed... That would also not come up because it's not wrong. <laughs> product? If you're just looking for product? Product you might get away with. Yeah. I'm looking you, for some product. Do you think he thinks, or she, do you think that he or she thinks that selling ciggies and alcohol is illegal, which probably is. If you don't have a license. If you don't have a license. And so he's being beer baron cagey about it. Oh. Being like, would you like to see my wares? I've always wondered about that because, you know, sometimes when you go to like, a department store or something They're selling those Christmas hampers And they have like a bottle of wine in them and stuff mm. And you're like You don't have a liquor license I'm just buying this from. Or when you go to the fruit shop No, the, uh, um, the flower shop, right? Yeah And they're selling like Christmas Or Valentine's Day Can hampers you, That'd be such a good like When you were underage And you really wanted to get beer So like you could you could buy like homebrew kits from Woolies And mm. that, that seemed like a good workaround yeah. and, Or like Angostura bitters Yeah um, That would be like how like really decadent Teenagers get just buying hampers. Just buying hamper after hamper after hamper. (laughs) (laughs) Discarding everything else. Paying eighty dollars for a bottle of passion pop and you're buying it with flowers (laughs) and chocolates. Um, have you guys ever engaged with anyone who's posted these ads? Like, have you ever gone the route yeah, of we, we sometimes call asking people. questions? Or? When we started off, we started calling people and stuff, and then it became uh, pretty confronting pretty quick. And there was a uh, great one where a guy wanted like um, 60 meters of motorbike chain. And we were like, okay, we just have to know what you're doing. Cause he said like for a scheme <laughs> and we like asked him and it was like, cause I remember saying to Hing, or maybe on, on the podcast, so I was like, whatever response we get will not be as good as like, you know, just what our imagination. Yeah. Now nah, he was making a giant catapult. <laughs> <laughs> he was trying to turn his ute into a giant catapult. <laughs> uh, but I feel like with this and even with the ghost one, maybe any of these ones, but like, it would be so good to, Sniff out, like, just, I want to know if this person is trying to, they do have, like, they've, all these ciggy, all these durries and this booze has fallen off the back of a truck. Yeah. And they are no, sort of flogging it off. So what, maybe no, they'll, what, they'll write you up a receipt, maybe, like Ben yeah, suggested. Yeah, maybe what it is, is that, like, someone's left their shopping at the counter as they've left the bottle low, and this person's just picked it up and taken it, but they don't drink scotch or smoke ciggies, so they're trying to just re... Yeah, could maybe. be that. Could Why be. wouldn't, okay, if you want money for this, you know what you could do? Take this back to the fucking store and get a <laughs> refund. Got a receipt, yeah. You've got a fucking yeah, but receipt. Then Take it back to Liquorland. That's you going to them, mate. 
You want someone to come to you, you don't have to do a fucking thing. I like your idea, Henry, though, that this person is setting up like a shop, but they don't understand like that you need a bit of a gap between what you paid for something and what you sell it. <laughs> <laughs> like they're just a really naive, very fair yeah. person. They're like, yeah. well, right, well, it's worth what it's worth. <laughs> I'm not going to add something on top of it. I, didn't, yeah. I haven't made it any better than when I bought it. I didn't get into shop running to rip people off. <laughs> I'm here to provide a service. It's a good service. <laughs> It's a fair priced service. <laughs> I've fallen victim to many shops who have put an increase in price These between what they've paid and they're what they're killing the customer, mate. They're bloody killing the customer. <laughs> it's unfair. It's un-Australian, mate. Maybe it's one of the, maybe it's a thing where like a mum or uh, a partner has in an, they've had an argument with someone and they're like, well, "Fuck ya! I'm going to take your booze. I'm going to take your ciggies, and I'm going to fucking flog them off on Gumtree, you bastard! Fuck you!" <laughs> <laughs> and they've done. They've followed through. They're like, look, it's going to happen. Someone's going to buy it. Sealed product is on sale and there's nothing you can do unless you fucking say sorry right now. <laughs> yeah, I've, got to, I've just done some maths in my head because I haven't, I haven't smoked in about, I don't know, two or three years. But a packet of ciggies is like 20, 25 bucks now, isn't it? Sure, yeah. It's two packets of cigarettes and a bottle of scotch for $85. Yeah, I feel like that's unless the scotch is really good. I feel like that's that is cost. Do you think, or do you think that's 40, good scotch? Well, I just you don't usually get shitty scotch in a tube, right? I think you more well, you and can, more you do these. You can days. put anything in a tube. Yeah, that's yeah. the thing. Marketing. Right? So, it's marketing. Yeah, so you reckon that it's like it's not Glenfiddich in there? It's like no. I just mean that you could put like passion pop in a tube and sell it. in a What tube color is the Glenfiddich? It's red. So I think this would be like a twelve. It's not the, tw- the twelve year is green. I think so. This yeah. would be like a an eight 18, year. Yeah. No, no, it'd be more than that. It'd be like... Okay, so I've just looked up. I searched Glenfiddich Red Tube. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Glenfiddich Red Tube. Whoops. <laughs> Don't go on my search history, Mum. I'll be on Red Tube. Uh, Glenfiddich Red Tube. And it has told me that the 18-year-old whiskey, the Glenfiddich 18-year-old is, is in a Red Tube and it runs at AUD 110 beans. Oh, yeah, this person's fucked. This person's done, gone and fucked it. Oh, they've done goofed. So, so they, it's not cost. Then. It's not. No, they 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 worse than this understand. Is, this is eighty. This is nearly one hundred and sixty dollars worth of sealed product. <laughs> Two packs of diaries. That's fifty bucks. One hundred and ten for the scotch. They're flogging it for eighty five. Get on what it. What are they thinking? <laughs> Hing, do you have one? I do. oh Henry, do you have one? I do. Right here, it is titled "All I Ask, My Friend, Man for Woman." First, let me say that I'm not proud for ending our friendship the way I did, and hurting you like that was selfish and wrong. I already apologised for that and accepted my accountability on that matter. (laughs) So I accepted that I was accountable. Anyway, (laughs) if it's not too much to ask of you, my friend, all I want from you now is to recognise that you have hurt me as much as I have hurt you, if not more. And what I did was human, and I'm human. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I think you're protesting too much there, robot. (laughs) Please just understand that. If you're still mad, hurt, or honestly, don't give a shit, that's fine. (laughs) Just know that you are forgiven, and I ask for the same in return. Where is this posted? Uh, What is that? This is Craigslist. Craigslist is a star. Yeah, Craigslist... And uh, yeah, it's the most passive-aggressive thing it's I've like ever a, read on it'd Craigslist. It'd be like a misconnections, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
But how, how do you, when you write this, do you then just send the link to the post to your friend? How if, the f- if so, why so? Like, yeah, yes, just send them an email. Just yeah, just send them an email. In, no, in, that, like, in that exact same email. Hey, this means so much that I've broadcast it publicly. This is a, a really important platform to me, as you know, Craigslist. <laughs> and <laughs> me putting it out there, I hope that adds weight to the message that I'm sending. Or yeah. are you worried that they've like blocked your email? And so now you just you're resorting to Craigslist, so they might just happen to Do you stumble happen to find across it while they're looking for like a new chest of drawers or something. Well, or a blowjob, you know, <laughs> it's Craigslist. I already apologised for that and accepted my accountability on that matter. Do you think it's also possible that this person, these people, know each other well enough to like you know elicit this emotion, but not well enough to have any way of contacting each other outside of just hope they see our misconnections. So maybe, maybe this is they're going back to the place they met. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah, yeah, it's maybe taking a full a, circle. They're like a Craigslist hookup. This is or something. like the yeah. This is like the um sort of twenty minute, fifteen minute to go mark in the romantic yeah. comedy. Yeah, like he turned up to go, he turned up to like fuck her pool. And then, <laughs> And then she was like, and, he, and she's like, oh, lick me out. And he's like, oh, I'm sorry, I can't. She's like, you've betrayed me for the last time. Yeah. And then she's like, get out of my pool. And he's like, wait, just a sec. Wait, wait, okay. wait, wait, wait. And then she reverses the jet and <laughs> he loses his willy. And that's your slapstick comedy right there. That's I your mean... slapdick comedy right there. <laughs> um, yeah, that'd be good. Mm. I, can, I can cast that. Bradley Cooper <laughs> as the pool fucker. I was going to say it's the Waynes Brothers. Oh wow! Okay. But they're playing both characters. White and they dicks. don't know they're yeah they're in they're in different like they're okay. both spying on each other. It's an internal like an internal investigation into the police force. This is <laughs> ah okay so yeah this is the departed by way of Big Mama's house by way of you've got mail. <laughs> that, <laughs> that's my pitch. Um, all I ask no what I did was human and I'm human. Yeah, no, I seriously think that that's saying human too many times. Yeah. <laughs> I think if you want to prove you're human, the best way to do it is actually just, just to not bring it up because we assume Yeah, that. totally. <laughs> Cut yourself and show us that you believe. Yeah, we weren't like... Take we... that test in Blade Runner. <laughs> it's a dog in a suit. And he's like, I am human. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what yeah. am a dog who wants to fuck a pool? Big wolf, yeah. I'm human. Like, that was how you betrayed me, Kevin. You betrayed me by being a dog in a suit. Yeah. <laughs> Fool me once. Yeah. Shame on me. <laughs> So that brings us to the end of the podcast. Thank you so much for listening. We do a round of plugs, though. Henry, you got something you want to plug? Uh, just my Twitter, pure and simple. I don't tweet much. I don't get that into it, but sometimes I get really into it, and I always want more followers. And what you, got, is, you got good Twitter game when you play. What yeah. is your uh, What is your Twitter handle? Henry H Stone. Henry H Stone. So hit that. It'd be nice to get like maybe five followers off the back of this. Yeah, sure. that'd make it kind of worth it. That's in your. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I do really rude tweets. I'm not sure how you'd describe it. Um, you sometimes get in Twitter feuds too. I have been lately, but that's because I was at the Melbourne Comedy Festival and I didn't have much to do. Sure. And Nothing but drama. Like things, I just let things grind me the wrong way instead of being productive. I love watching a good Twitter feud unfold. Plow, plow. You can probably cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, ben, plugs. Story Club. Mm-hmm. It's, it's coming around again. Dum mm-hmm. um, Dum Club's Tommy Dasilo. Former guest on the show, Tommy Daslow, yeah. will be appearing. Jordan Raskopoulos, former guest on the show, Phil Spencer, mm-hmm. and um, legitimate journalist from The Guardian, Bridie Jabour. Whoa. So that's going to be great. What is the theme of this upcoming story club? The theme is You're So Vain. Ooh. Mm. Uh, do you know what story you're going to be telling yet? Nope. Hopefully Sweet. something interesting happens to me between now and then, because my friend, the well is dry. <laughs> Uh, and if you're in Sydney right now, you should come along to my stand-up comedy show that's opening at the uh, Sydney Comedy Festival this week. 
It runs Wednesday to Saturday, that's the 29th and 30th of April, and the 1st and 2nd of May at the Enmore Comedy Club. It's entitled Much Ado About Not Hearing. It got some good reviews in Melbourne. Also got a kind of a mean review in Melbourne, so make up your own mind. It's fine either way. Come along. Tickets are available on the Sydney Comedy Festival website. That's Michael Hing's Me's stand-up show. That's all we got time for today. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye! Bye. If you like pina coladas and getting caught in the rain If you're not into yoga If you have half a brain If you'd like making love at midnight In the dunes on the cape Then I'm the love that you've looked for Right to me and escape ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Are you a reality TV junkie? Do you ever think, dang, I wish I had someone to talk to about all the trash TV that I watch? Well, look no further, garbage lover, because Reality Gaze is a podcast for you. Hello, I'm Maddie. And I'm Poodle, and we're the Reality Gaze. We talk about all your favorite unscripted shows like The Golden Bachelor, Love is Blind, and TLC's big, messy behemoth, 90 Day Fiance. And if you're driving to work, folding laundry, or just pretending to listen to your husband talk about sports, just put on the pod, and you've instantly got two gay besties spilling all the tea and reading these people for filth. So come at us, y'all. Find Reality Gaze wherever you listen to podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com <laughs>